You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Fourth and manageable, an SEC football podcast. Brought to you by 2400 Sports. Now, here's Brad Edwards. So I mentioned earlier that on Saturday nights, We'll be doing a podcast at the conclusion of all the SEC games, and it'll be there for everyone to, to download and listen to at any point on Sunday. Um, you can you can download it on uh, the Odyssey app or, or anywhere you get your podcast. And that one is going to be a look at Saturday's action from the perspective of a player. And that player will be former Tennessee quarterback Tyler Bray, who will be joining me on Saturday nights and is also joining me right now. Tyler, good to hear from you. I know it's uh, it's been a while since you really focused on SEC football, having uh, been in the NFL for several years after your playing career, but but welcome back to the SEC. Yeah, it's great to be back in the you know, the college setting uh from, you know, just getting to a kind of just try to focus on Tennessee while I'm at the hotel during games game weeks to you know i'm retired now so i get to focus more on you know college football as a whole and the sec as a whole so i can't you know can't wait to get back in the college setting well great i'm really looking forward to doing that with you on saturday nights and uh, you know we get to second guess some coaches and, and fun stuff like that and uh you know i i i think as i had mentioned before we're going to have the opportunity to to talk plenty about a couple of sec teams that should be fixtures in the national championship conversation. Uh, one of them is the defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. So I, I want to talk to you a little bit about them and this idea of going into a season coming off of a championship. And I, I, I've heard Nick Saban so many times over recent years talk about this idea of complacency. You know, when you've set your goals year after year after year to do something special and and for some teams you know winning a national championship is one of those goals georgia came so close in 2017 didn't get there well 2021 they got there and and now you know you come back and and you try to do it again they certainly have the talent you know to to be up there in contention what do you think psychologically is is the biggest problem or the biggest hurdle um, that, that a championship team has when it comes to repeating, just going out there and doing it again the next year after you've, you've already done it? Uh, I mean, the expectations are high. It's either, you know, you win it all or it's a bust season. I mean, you have your stud quarterback coming back. Uh, so anything less than a championship for them is, you know, a loss for the season. And, you know, that's, that's where Georgia was uh, from the moment they hired Kirby Smart. The, the whole idea was they wanted their program to become what Alabama was at that time and Alabama has been, which is a, a perennial contender. And, and this is one of the things that goes along with that is, is having that target on your back. And, and Georgia now is going to be able to experience that 
to the fullest, which is it's not necessarily a matter of talent. It, it's really a matter of of focus and and intensity. And and, and so what what, what is what's your take on college football and especially in the SEC? The the difference between um, talent in teams and how much of that can be made up um, by one team, maybe the lesser talented team just wanting it more than the more talented team. Yeah, I mean, uh, you see it every year. Team goes out, you know, a huge favorite and just, you know, slips up, doesn't have the best game. The other team plays absolutely out of their mind. And, you know, it's an upset. So, I mean, you look at all the, you know, Alabama coaches that have gone on to coach, you know, at other schools, they're expected to come in and be a national championship contender. Like that's why they're the schools are bringing you in. I know uh, when I was at Tennessee, uh, Derek Dooley had been around Nick Saban and kind of tried to bring that philosophy into Tennessee. And, you know, it's tough trying to bring that into a school that doesn't, I don't want to say we didn't have the same talent, but uh, as far as depth and across the board, like we, we just didn't have, you know, the talent that Alabama had. And so coming in there and trying to be the, you know, the spitting image of a team of a Nick Saban team is tough. And so Georgia's gonna have to go out there and they're gonna have to strap it up and bring it every week, or else you know they could slip up and that one loss could cost them. Yeah, and look, Georgia, top to bottom on the roster, is is there with Alabama. They've recruited that well for a number of years. Uh they might not be right there with Alabama at quarterback. Um, Stetson Bennett isn't Bryce Young, but he's a very solid quarterback, as he showed us last year good enough to make the plays when they needed them to win the national championship, um, you know, at, at, at the biggest moment of their season. Uh, but, but now, you know, you, you look at Georgia last year and that defense, you know, one of the great defenses that we've seen in, in modern college football history. So many of those guys gone to the NFL. We, we know they're more talented guys that are, when I say there are additional talented guys, not, not guys who have more talent than the ones that left, but there, there are other really talented guys who are going to take their places but if you're Georgia, you can't expect the defense to be as dominant as it was last year, which puts a little bit more pressure on the offense. What do you think Stetson Bennett's mindset is going to be like this year, knowing that you know maybe you can't lean on that defense as much as you did a year ago? Maybe you have to be a little bit more aggressive offensively and, and take matters into your own hands sometimes. Is there is there a danger of doing too much? Yes. Uh, I mean, if he goes out there and tries to be, you know, that Heisman quarterback and, you know, struggles trying to be that guy, because I don't want to say he's a game manager, but that's what they needed from him last year. They needed him to go in there, throw maybe one or two touchdowns and just not turn the ball over. Keep try to keep the defense off the field, because when they're on the field, you keep them rested. I mean, they're they're a tough team to move the ball on. And so if he just stays within the offensive system, doesn't turn the ball over and doesn't try to, you know, do too much, uh, I don't see why they wouldn't have another shot. And now we go to the Alabama side, uh, which is, you know, you get a team that they expect to be in the national championship game every year. And they were again last year, had the lead going into the fourth quarter and, and couldn't hold it against Georgia. So you're looking at the, the difference in motivation right here between a team that that won it all and now they're having to fight complacency. And then you've got the other side, which is Alabama. 
that motivation of having come so close to the ultimate goal and not made the plays when it really mattered most at the very end. Do you, do you think that the whole idea of off season motivation, you know, being able to have that chip on your shoulder for, you know, seven, eight months as you're getting ready and you're waiting for that next game, the next time to go out there. Um, is, is there really something to that? Or do you think people just kind of blow that out of proportion? Uh, no, I think there's definitely something to it. I mean, they were very close to, you know, winning another championship and just, you know, let it slip through their hands. And for Georgia, um, it's one of those deals where they can't go out there and play scared because, you know, they now have that expectation of, you know, winning it this year. They have some, a key returner in their quarterback. That's one of the biggest things for a college team is if you get your uh, quarterback to return in the next season after a championship, I mean, you, you expect to go in and win. And so as long as they don't play scared, stay within their system, I don't see why it shouldn't be Alabama and Georgia again. The other big talking point with Alabama for a lot of people is going to be their pass rush. And Will Anderson, obviously one of the top players in the country, everybody saw what he could do last year. And a couple of other guys uh, who were very talented pass rushers as well. And everyone is expecting that quarterbacks are going to be, you know, constantly with their head on a swivel every time they drop back against Alabama. Tell us a little bit about what that's like. Uh, as a quarterback, when you have a, a pretty good reason to believe that that you're not going to have much more than three seconds, if even that, to get rid of the ball. I mean, uh, how often do you see ghosts? Like, like even when there's no pressure, you're expecting it and, and you start to rush things. Uh, I never felt like I had that. Uh, I'm sure. I mean, obviously there's guys that, you know, feel that, but I mean, I played against Jadavion Clowney, and I never really felt him until the end of the game. The whole game, he kind of just coasted, and then the game got a little close, and he turned it on, and then, you know, I felt him a little bit. But for the most part, I mean, you just you – can't, you can't let a premier pass rusher try to disrupt you mentally because if you do that, the game's, the game's lost before you ever even step on the field. What's your mindset like if you've if you've got a, a tackle that this just he can't block this one guy and may, maybe you're you know bringing a tight end over and and you're you're trying to help out um, what what do you do as a as a quarterback or is that one of those where you're just you're counting on your your offensive coordinator to to bail you out what type of conversations are you having on the sideline if it's first quarter and and you already think like my guy can't block that guy. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a conversation you need to have. I mean, having a tight end, like you said, a tight end coming over block or a running back coming and chipping him on his way out or even just sliding the line. I know at all levels, I mean, you in the NFL, you play Aaron Donald, you're most likely the line slide, sliding to him every time. So there are game plans going into games that, you know, you have to – look out for a pass rusher and you're going to do the things you need to do to stop him. Cause the last thing you want is for one guy to wreck a game. You, you want all 11 guys to have to beat you, not just one. Yeah. So when we talk about Alabama and, and Georgia and, you know, their talent and uh, how it, it's fair to expect them to win given all the pieces they have in place, 
What's it like when you're on the other side? I, I know, you know, you had to face a, a couple of those national championship Alabama teams when you were at Tennessee. And, and, and your alma mater now is, is, well, I mean, it did then, but, but at this point where Alabama and Georgia are so clearly two of the best teams in, in all of college football, I guess they were in 2012 as, as well when you had to face them. You have to face those two teams every single year when you're at Tennessee. And if you're anywhere in the SEC, East or West, you have to face at least one of them. What does it do to your, your preseason goal setting? I, I know it's easy to say, hey, we're going to go out there and win a championship. But when you know at least one, if not two of those games, you're going to take the field as a double-digit underdog. Do, do you think about that? Is it one of those things that doesn't really pop in your mind until the game of the, you know, until the, the week of that game? Or, or does it a, a affect you when you're realistically trying to think of what you can accomplish during the season? I mean, obviously, as a competitor, you're going every time thinking like we can win them all. But realistically, in the offseason, I know I've had conversations with teammates in the past when I was at Tennessee, and it's, you know, hey, we got Georgia, LSU, Bama. I mean, it's murderer's row. And you're like, if we can, you know, get out of there with one or two wins, you know, it's a huge plus. Because, I mean, realistically, when I was in school, I mean, we were underdogs to all those teams. So <laughs> it was one of those deals, like, if we can, you know, get one or two of those, you know, that's a big plus and win for the year. Hey, Tyler, I appreciate your insight. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, catching up with you on Saturday night. So uh, for, for, for those of you who might have missed it earlier, Tyler's going to be with me every Saturday night. Uh, we're going to record a podcast after all the SEC games uh, are, are over. It'll be posted late, so uh, you might be better off waiting until – unless you're up late. I know a lot of people are up late on Saturday nights, but um, but certainly Sunday morning, check it out. And uh, all day Sunday, you'll have a chance to listen to the two of us uh, rehash the day's action in the SEC, and it should be a good listen. And lo I'm looking forward to doing it, Tyler. Oh, I can't wait to get back to SEC football. <laughs> it's been it's been too long. <laughs>